Hello, JCs, and welcome to EmpowerCast, the official podcast for JCI USA. This year, we celebrate 100 years of this great organization, and we want to empower you to be part of the celebration. Be sure to tune in often to hear about upcoming events, membership strategies, and member highlights. Chief of Staff, Krista Schaefer. Hi, Andrew. Hi, Krista. Thanks for having me. How are you? I'm well. We actually had 50 degrees in Buffalo today, so, you know, we have a heat wave going on. I just turned my air conditioner on because it's super hot in here, so. (laughs) Crazy. Hello, Amy. How are you? Oh, and there's the baby. Hi, Emma. You say hi. Um, Hello to everybody in JCI USA. We have, um, we are actually going to share the screen tonight with President Justin. He is going to come on and speak a little bit about some things. So let's go ahead and bring him on real quick. Hey, Amanda. Hey, Kristen. Oh, somebody's calling him as soon as, it, as soon as we get him. Yeah, no worries. How's everyone doing? Good. How are you, Justin? Good. So yeah, so um, we just want to, you know, tonight it was, we we're going to talk about uh, travel and what it means to be in the JCs and uh, being kind of socially responsible, um, especially considering the current times and the, the coronavirus that is going around and wanted to just be able to discuss that and, and talk about how members uh, just need to be really careful at, at these public gatherings and what we're getting into. What do you What do you guys think on this? I'm glad that we're touching base with it as an organization because I know some people are fearful, some people are making jokes about it, but in real life it is affecting us no matter if, you know, we have it, we don't have it, it's in our area or not. So it's something that we do need to talk about. Right. Um, Yeah, it's serious. And the the seriousness of it is that we all we're just being asked to to limit those times that we come together in large groups, because unfortunately, the virus is spread uh, just amongst people being close together. Um, And some people don't even know they're carrying it. And the more that we take heed and we just stay calm and stay at home and and limit those interactions, the more we can get through this and, and and in the the pandemic that's currently happening and so with chapters you know you really need to take a serious look at your events that are coming up and decide if it's worth it to continue them and and have them happen or figure out alternative things that you could do to help benefit the situation um i know that someone i was talking to had mentioned about easter egg hunts coming up and uh you know should we do those and you know honestly i I guarantee you your attendance and your turnout is going to be very low on that event just because people are naturally going to start staying at home and, and kind of just fending for themselves and worrying about that. Um, and of course, you'll start, you would still have children come out and families that want to participate in these activities. Um, but maybe there's a way to take all the work that you've been doing planning this event and maybe you have all the resources purchased for what's going on and maybe look at different ways of um of handling that and i think it was uh, neil fitzgerald that i was talking to he talked about you know maybe that means that you 
uh, donate some of these things to a local community ser a local community center or uh, a homeless shelter, and maybe they could help it putting on a blood drive or or other things that the medical industry is going is currently needing. I, well, and I agree, and Miranda, I know you guys have an event coming up this weekend, and you guys are already thinking about the precaution and just making sure hand-washing is promoted and everything else, right? Right. Yeah, we, we did choose to um, keep our event going on this weekend, and unfortunately, we have had um, a positive case of the virus here in Hattiesburg last night. And a couple of people that are involved with them were quarantined. They have another possible case that was discovered today. But um, we had a huge town hall meeting today with all of the government officials. And they suggested that um, their suggestion is indoor events, limit them to under 250 people. So maybe don't go to church and stuff like that and outdoor events maybe if they're under 500 people you should be fine just take take the normal precautions maybe don't be a hugger right now um so we are doing a saint patrick's day event and a lot of people have canceled but um we actually made 700 dollars in ticket sales today so there are people still out there and that was just today um so yeah. there are people still out there looking for things to do and um we have um we, we've got some hand sanitizer and clorox wipes and all of that so we're bringing all of that and we're just kind of encouraging people even if we look irish don't kiss us but you know oh i was just say even for nothing but net summit we were you know it was a, a no hug no handshake kind of scenario and when we went up on the hill that's how all the staff was handling it that we went in and we, you know, we waved or we elbow bumped, mostly just waved at that time. Uh, and um, and that seemed to be a good way to handle things. And again, it's just taking those precautions to make sure that you're just washing your hands and wiping down your areas, uh, your work areas and your home and where you are to just uh, limit the ability for, to you know, to, uh, to catch the virus. It's hard for me because I'm a big hugger. So I'm like, right. I want to hug and, and I'm like, okay, I got to step back. But I do carry my little hand sanitizer. And one thing I know they recommend is making sure it's over 60% with alcohol in it. And like our schools didn't have the alcohol one. So we had to supply it and to make sure that our students are doing the hand washing. There's a whole bunch of different songs that we sing now. What, right. Get water on our hands first, then the soap, then, you know, wash it off again. So we're having like hand washing parties at school to teach yeah. the little ones how to do it. That's awesome. Um, no, I mean, and it's really just about taking these precautions, um, not blowing things out of proportion, uh, and just figuring out what we need to do for just for our own safety and, um, the safety of others around us and our fellow members and JC's, you know, we're here for the community and we're here to support one another so we can rise and shine and kind of be that leader to offer these opportunities to help people in the community uh, and coming up with ideas through that as well. I will say that I am still taking national travel requests so if state presidents or chapters still are looking for national officers and we'll do it by um 
how the situation is and also the travel and everything. So I don't want anyone to be discouraged that all of a sudden everyone's going to stop traveling and doing everything, but we're going to take precautions to make sure our team and our families and people that we are around in the community are safe. Correct. Yeah, exactly. And you know, these are just precautions to take over the next few weeks. It's obviously a very, it's an evolving situation and we have no clue what's happening or what's going, you know, what's, where it's going to go. It, it could get better. It could get worse. Um, but again, for right now, we're being advised for the next few weeks that we just have to really be careful and, and keep those events limited and only if they're necessary. And especially if they don't involve raising funds, like then really think about um, not having them. But it, you know, sometimes those funds are necessary to continue doing things, but it's truly just looking at that, the value of, of the outcome of that of that possibility and the gamble that you're taking with that. Um, and again, yeah, like for events in the next few months, like we want our members coming up with creative ideas of how you can fly in our team members and do great visits uh, so that we can talk one-on-one -on -one with our members and really share the JC's movement and what empowerment means and how every person has their own goals and dream in life. And we are here to help talk them through that and help build the bridge in their mind to understanding that JC's can be what helps them achieve that goal. So I've had a few questions and maybe we three can talk about it yeah. and storm about it, um, about like holding chapter meetings and if they don't want to have it out at, like with 30 members, what can they do? What kind of ways can we empower them to still continue on with these different events or chapter meetings or brainstorming sessions? I mean, for me, um, I would uh, ask about uh, the team, if we'd be able to do a Zoom call or like a a, um, a phone call instead of coming together to meet in person, um, those are different ways that you could make these happen because it is 2020 and you are able to have those opportunities. We could give them um, access to this leadership live as well to to do yeah. that, um, and they yeah. can form they can do it straight into their. Facebook group page to where it's a private group or <clears throat> they can make a private group um, to, to do a meeting. Right. So there are tools for us to use if chapters start wondering or, or getting a little of their areas, getting a little bit more tight of community, like going out and being in public for them to still meet. So we don't want anyone to stop at their passion or their excitement for this organization. Right. No, it's very true. I'm trying to think of different scenarios where projects or members could meet alternatively. Um, but honestly, it, it's just looking through that way. It brings us back to the use of our phones. And, you know, we've become very uh, dedicated to our social media um, and just getting back to those phone calls and connecting with members because that's the most important thing uh, of all time. But currently now, like, this is a time to an opportunity to give members a call and connect with them one-on-one -on -one and find out, you know, how are you go? How are you like handling life and, and getting through this situation and, and, and what's going on with you so that you can truly connect with those members. 
And this also allows um, our members opportunities. I know like some schools are closing just for precautionary areas. Um, some of those kids will go without food because they get their food from um, their lunch and their breakfast. So if chapters are thinking about ideas to make impact in their community, they can get backpacks with canned food and start collecting things. And they don't even have to like knock on the door. If you know what I mean, they could just pass out in the neighborhood and different, like right. there are so many opportunities for us to do with the fear of this all and how we are, we are stepping up, like we're, we're being proactive instead of reactive. And right. I know our members will really shine during this time. Oh, of course. No, that, there are crazy opportunities to step up and shine as members right now. And we're the ones with the connections in our towns and in our businesses. We know who we can call to find out, hey, like, what if we did this thing or what if we did that and and, and bring it to the table? Uh, you know, just like last week in Tennessee, uh, when, you know, those tornadoes went through Tennessee and our members immediately jumped up and started contacting our friends and family over there and saying, how can we help? What can we do? And every scenario that happens, whether it's even on an individual level where one of our loved ones passes or or we get a job and everyone like we rally around and we support one another and we uplift one another and that positivity and that bright look into our future uh, gives us hope that life will continue on and everything is everything will go back to, as we always wanted. Now, Miranda, you said that you guys met for your town. Did you get, did you get any recommendations from everybody meeting? What's the need? Um, well, so it wasn't like it wasn't a JC related thing. It was actually it was a work thing. Um, the police department had met with all the officials. Um, it was just kind of getting us prepared for what could possibly happen or trying to get things put into place. Um, I'm actually really proud of our town and the things that they have, you know, thought thought through and, and stuff in case they do have to start shutting down the schools and things like that. So, um, but right now they're, they're talking about doing online for colleges only. Um, the health officials here are saying that most of the children under 18 are only carriers that very few percentage of them actually get sick by it, but they do carry it. So, um, you know, they're just trying to limit how many people eat lunch together. They're breaking up the lunch times and just, you know, not make a big giant congregated space. But, you know, they're just talking about different little things like that. But um, pretty much it, everything's gonna, I mean, the, the major, the big events down here, like our parades, and um, we had an Irish Italian festival this weekend that's been canceled. But the little ones, um, like what we're doing this weekend, they're all still going on, and most of it's still business as usual. You can't buy toilet paper or bleach anywhere, but. I wonder, do you have, uh, Miranda, do you have solutions to when you don't have toilet paper, what you could use as advice to members? Well, um, personally, we have a bidet, so oh. um, I don't know about anywhere you are else. Set. Um, then, I mean, I, Krista and I talked about how we might take it from work. <laughs> Don't say anything. That was a that was a funny joke. It was a joke. I actually, my boss did say that we we could have some. Oh, well, that's very nice of them. You're just not telling them you have a bidet, then I guess. <laughs> she didn't share that information either. I'm like, okay, right, right, I told her my right, right. <laughs> 
I'm stealing from work. I also, um, we were at the store yesterday and we did buy, you know, the wipe, the wipes and our, my, my hand sanitizer because I am a germaphobe anyways. So, um, and there was like, somebody was just standing there like, there's nothing. Like they just didn't want the big pack and there was no single packs left. And my kids kind of like looked and I just opened the pack and I just shared. I, at the end of the day, I was just like, here, take one, clean your space, have a great day. And I think if people are just having that philosophy of, all right, we're in this mode. The news is the news. I won't watch the news. I read other information for for that. But if we are just who we are as JCs, and we can talk about toilet paper to really the serious facts, we're all going to get through this. And we're all here for each other. And I think it's great. Christy and Amy are fighting over their toilet paper now. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know how many of y'all saw President Pat's video from Illinois, but he actually had some very good suggestions in his video. Um, but he, he said that, you know, definitely share, don't be a hoarder. And then he had said, take this opportunity because it, it does affect the elderly a whole lot. So reach out to your elderly neighbor and ask, can I go to the grocery store for you? Is there something I can do? Um, so that was some, some good tips too, that ways that we can help our friends next door. And so. that's a very good, a very good tip. I mean, I was out at Costco today and you could just sense like the tenseness of everybody and like just seeing even just when you, you know, this has really made you think about the demographic of people and, and who's susceptible and you kind of just see like the despair in people's eyes. So this is the time to be kind and to smile at people and to just be nice to them and remind them that we're all human beings. We're all going through this together and uh, we can get through it together. You're uh -oh. muted, Krista. <laughs> she forgot she was muted. I wish I knew sign language. There she is, now she's not muted. I can say stop. <laughs> Oh. that I speak a little, but I said that um, I just have to stop hugging people. That's one thing is I'm a, you know, that kind of person. And it's just thinking it's not even for me or the, even the kids like your, your stats said, Miranda is thinking about not that my parents are old in any way, but you know, like individuals older than them. I have a 70 year old Japanese lady that lives with me. So I have, I do have to be cautious because um, I don't want to bring it home and get hurt ill, you know? Um, right. so yeah, but it, it, it's kind of nice for me, but I know it doesn't, y'all don't know this because I am huggy when I'm around y'all because I never get to see you guys, but I'm not normally a huggy person. Like I'm normally this and back. So right now this is great for me. <laughs> I might be coming out of Mississippi to get some. Hug. <laughs> so. So if the members do have concerns or chapters or states, can they reach out just to talk or figure out what we're doing or even just brainstorm ideas? Oh, of course. I definitely recommend it. Uh, that's what we're here for, especially during these times when it gets hard to be able to call and vent and, and find out, hey, what could we do? This is what we were going to do. What do you have? What should we do instead? Or what are your suggestions? Um, that's the great part of the network of the JCI USA and of, of JCI overall to have that network because there are other countries that have dealt with stuff like this 
um, more often than we have to. And so we're able to lean on them uh, during times like this. See, Amy's the same as me. She hugs her JCI people, but not usually people as a whole. Very much like that. Right. So while we have you on, and we can step away from the serious matter, Justin, do you want to talk a little bit about right. nothing but nets real quick? Yeah. Um, it a little bit. Right. I mean, Nothing But Nets was amazing. Um, this was the third time that I've gone in the history of the program that we've had with them. And it was just so great. Uh, we got, uh, we had 50 people registered. I know a few people uh, decided to hold back and stay at home just because of the situation. But I, I think we had about 40 two to 45 members there um and we all the first morning we got there and we uh they broke us up along with other uh, champions that are there who uh, believe in this fight to end malaria we broke up and learned uh we kind of brainstormed about fundraising uh, ideas then we went to another group and we fund we brainstormed on advocacy and then we went to another group and we uh brainstormed on how to write letters to the editor and the kind of conversations and um, the personal stories that we would share if we were to write those uh, messages to them. Um, then uh, that night we had uh, everyone of the full, the full like 200 people of the event started showing up and we did an event and we gave out major awards to the top champions and the uh, um, top champions um, in were part of JCIUSA members um, with, um, Ashley Elliott and uh, her partner Jesse, and then um, I am like forgetting people's names. Um, oh my gosh! We, did, we had another amazing winner from Illinois. Someone might be able to type in and <laughs> see who it is. Oh gosh, this is killing me because he's an amazing JCI member and he's an amazing advocate. Yes, Nashwan. Thank you. Yes, Nashwan won one of the top five champion awards for this past past year in 2019. Uh, yes, Nashwan. Thanks, Alan. Uh, and these are just great people that truly get out there and they just care about this issue and they utilize that experience to bring back advocacy back home and teach their fellow members what to do in their chapters. Um, then uh, the other, uh, another amazing shout out that I have to give is, um, I'm trying to figure out that, is that, do you guys hear that sound? Which one? I just hear like a, like a, it sounds like we're in a pipe. <laughs> no. Okay. It's gotta uh, be on your end. It's probably on my end then. Um, anyways, so uh, our National Vice President Joyce, her and her husband Armin bring their their group of children and their whole family together, and they come to these Nothing But Net Summit, and they their kids learn all this amazing information from the the panelist discussions and um, the brainstorming sessions, and then their kids are the ones when they go and talk to these offices on the Hill and to these senators and these representatives, the kids are the ones that talk to them 
no matter how old they are, they are empowered to like say this and say it's important to them. And I just, I can't thank Joyce enough for leading by example and showing how the JCs and the opportunities that we present our members can truly bring a family together and that you can get out and do family activities and bond and have something that you share in common. Um, I know a lot of families feel like they get really busy um, because all the kids have all the different sporting events and all these things. And so I would I would sense that nowadays a lot of families feel disjointed and they don't have the time to come together. But JC's is this amazing opportunity that you can come together and figure out ways for you to bond together, spend quality time together, all while making the biggest impact you could make in the world, which is helping end a, a, a global disease. Um, and it, you know, it's interesting, like we're there advocating against malaria uh, in this time period where we in America are handling the, you know, working through this coronavirus. And so it was very topical at that moment to be in there and have these meetings uh, with everybody. And then, you know, the, the events end uh, towards later afternoon around 5 and 6 p.m. at night. And the rest of the time, our members got to go out and spend quality time with one another. Um, a lot of young people that aren't part of JCs, they, uh, were, they were at the events. Uh, and then our members often were going to them. They were stepping out of their comfort zone and talking about JCs. I had a member in my group that went to the Hill and she was approached by five different JCs. She lives in Detroit. She knows she has to become a member. She knew she had to talk to me and meet me. Um, she owns her own business that she created. She's creating skincare lines that help uh, repel bugs. Um, and it doesn't, it doesn't include DEET and it doesn't smell. And it's just a nice like moisturizer, but it also protects you against bugs. Like this is a very, the, a young individual that had this amazing uh, opportunity to meet JCs. And now she can get plugged into the JCI network in Michigan, the JCI Michigan network. Um, and it was really cute. We were in line at Dunkin' Donuts and, um, Ilhan, representative Ilhan from uh, Minnesota was in line behind us and I didn't I didn't know what was going on. I didn't recognize this, her but this girl is just like freaking out and she's like I'm I'm so nerding out like I really want to talk to her and I just kept saying we well, you should just talk to her like she's right there and she had a bunch of staff around her too so it was kind of intimidating and then finally uh, she just uh, stepped in there and um, said hello and i was like can we get a picture with you and so we got to take that pic and uh she got to have a little conversation with ilhan and feel uh she it just made her life and it was so cool to see that experience happen um it's cool when government leaders are able to be heroes to young people and to have uh, that experience for them so it, that sounds amazing i can't wait i've never gone i hope to go soon you have, Miranda hasn't either, I can tell. You're on mute, remember, though. <laughs> um, so I'm looking forward to next year. I'm just hoping it doesn't line up to my daughter's musical. That's why I couldn't go this year. So, but now when you guys were there, what did they mention any precautions to do when you were meeting with people? So you were out in the field, you were doing things, right. you were advocating. Was anything mentioned? Did you guys talk about it? Was there any protocol? It was all, it was all still uh, wash your hands, um, make sure that you're like just being hygienically clean yourself. Uh, no, there was no handshaking. It was 
it was just the the wave or the elbow bump uh, with the individuals there. And it's really up to the offices. And some of the offices had signs of what they wanted, but because in the end, I mean, these offices were some of the most um, susceptible there because there's so many people going in and out trying to advocate and talk about their issues and what's important to them for the government to, to focus on. And, and luckily some of us were able to meet some of the representatives um, before they all you know started to kind of spend time at home and self quarantine, I guess, so that they, they wouldn't get sick. I know there was one video that MVP Joyce had shared and um, it was her kids on the sofa with, um, I guess it was her representative. I'm not really sure who it was, but the way that he interacted with her children was just amazing. Um, oh, yeah. it, it just showed a, a great leader. And I was like, that is going to be an experience that those children never, ever forget. Right. It's cool. Cause two years ago is when, uh, it might be two or three years ago is when I, I was there too and Joyce and them went um to uh to Mr. Booker and he like put them on their shoulders and they did this fun video and I mean that's the kind of leadership we like to see someone that's relatable someone that cares about my family and um it, I, you know regardless of you know our political beliefs like it's just good when you see people like that relating to our our citizens their families um and at least that makes it seem like they they know something. They understand something about human connection and human life. And then, oh yeah, it looks like Al, President Allen, he talked about, yeah, with his representative, he's, uh, Allen's a firefighter and he's uh, already got his uh, person gonna be able to come in uh, to their firehouse. And then I said, well, then you need to like invite all of your chapter members to come to the firehouse during that time that he's coming and you can make it a JCI event, and then you guys can talk about malaria, and we can get credit for JCI USA, uh, you know, in our grant request. So um, there's just the opportunities are endless. Um, and all he did, you know, he's talked about what he did, and then he made an ask, and it came up, and and now they're gonna get to have this fun experience. Wish I had three firefighter members attending the conference, and that was really cool. I had all sorts of fun questions to ask. Uh, firefighters and the, the what I wore and wondered if they truly did what we think they do do they because you know there's there's a whole rivalry between police and fire and we think the police are better yeah oh, oh. well I would I more asked them about um if they go up into trees and get cats out of the trees he said that he does his office does are they, do they because we actually we we don't um, obviously, yeah. but um, we have you ever seen a skele a cat skeleton in a tree? I haven't, but then They're they told me that. they told me there was a dead cat in a tree once. No, they will come down. They will come down. So I mean, maybe he he's probably in a bigger area. They might actually have the ladder trucks. We don't have those here. Um, so the only way we could do it is to take the water hose and spray them out. And then that usually like people are like, no way. Because it sounds very mean because it's a lot of water pressure. Yeah. I also asked if they did take the hose and just like make it like it's raining. Like when we're kids. <laughs> if it's, you need to um, play with one of those hoses. Because oh, yeah. we'll do that on its own. Oh, right, right, right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. 
Um, oh, I'm water pressure. Yeah. Um, but overall, I mean, nothing that but Nets event. It, it's great. Uh, uh, I think our members are a bit spoiled with how much interaction we do with our trainings now. Because uh, we, we watch a lot of people talk through the day on Saturday. Um, and so I was like, well, you're empowered to, to give feedback and let them know, like, the next time, like, make it a little more interactive. But overall, like, regardless, they just bring in such talented people. On my One of my favorites was they had a young speaker who was 18 or 19 years old, and he shared he kind of shared to the young people in the room and he said, you don't have to wait for a spot, a seat at the table. Like people are making seats at the table. And he mentioned all these amazing young people right now that are stepping up and making their voices heard. And he said, you can sit at their table. Like they've made a spot for you, but regardless, there's spots there available. And what's cool is our members were so engaging there and talking with all these young people. They made it known that JCI USA offers you a seat at the table like you get to sit at our table you get to have your opinions you get to share your ideas and thoughts on how we can make the world a better place and we can make our communities better and so that tie-in was uh inspiring to me with that speaker that day Now I'm going to read that because now we're going to have to invite President Allen and IPP Crispin just to see how they actually do get the cats out of the tree. Right. Right. You can have like, you should have a whole firefighter cop themed um, live. We could, we could call it guns versus hoses. Yeah. <laughs> see, oh, Allen so gets, Allen gets the friendly rivalry. They must have yeah. it there in Georgia too, because we do, we, we love each other. I mean, let's be real though. Firefighters are a little bit smarter than cops because they don't get shot at. I mean, they picked the actual right profession. Right. They don't get shot at. So. Well, Alan's laughing. So we know he's all good. So well, I think it's great that we came on here and we, I know I have some people missed in the beginning that we just talked about us JCs and what our nation's going through right now to where we're laughing and you're sharing such a great experience with nothing but nets, Justin. Right. Well, overall, I want, I just want people to know that we like in the end, JCs is about family and friends and connection. And so during times like this that we're experiencing in our world, don't feel alone know that there are JCs all around the world. We're all experiencing the same experiences right now, having the same questions, same, same thoughts, same ideas, call each other and message each other and share your fears and, and share what you're going through so that it can start a conversation and start to make you feel like, Oh, like I'm not alone. Oh, I'm not going through the same things. We can do this. Uh, I can get through this. Um, and I think that can help a lot of people get through their anxieties and their questions they have It's just that, the whole, just that part of communicating it out loud. And it's everything I talk about with empowerment. If we don't communicate out loud what we're thinking or what we're fearing or what we want to go after in life, it's less likely to be answered or to happen. And once we start putting it out there, it helps give us, gives us answers uh, to those burning questions inside that we, we want to figure out. Um, so again, during this time, just know like, lean on each other and be there for one another. And also, again, like be kind, be patient. Um, know that if we remain calm and, and just hunker down and heed caution, 
that we can truly like, we'll be back to business before you know it. That's right. Well, I thank y'all for having the time with me tonight. Um, I guess we can wrap the show up. We do have NBP Trey going to be on it next week. Um, I think we're going to be planning out some sort of membership challenge with President Justin next week, too. So that ought to be interesting. Good. Um, everybody likes a good little dare and a good little challenge. So um, I'll do it. <laughs> you don't even know what it is yet. I shouldn't answer now, but oh, that scares me. But it'll be okay. Yep. So, um, yeah. So definitely catch us next week and reach out to us if you need anything. Okay. Well, thank you for thank having you. us, Miranda. I've had a great time. Thank you yes. all for coming, Miranda. Thank you for creating this opportunity every week for everyone to be able to be on here and let our members hear from from the national membership and from just members from around the country who have something to say and it's important and I'm excited to hear it from everybody. We enjoy it. Yeah. So, all right. Thank you guys. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of EmpowerCast. Don't forget to subscribe to EmpowerCast to be in the loop when we have new episodes airing. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next time.